Yeah. All right, everybody. Welcome into another episode of Armchair Arguments. Matt here, Brand here with me again, uh, talking about the college football playoff and everything that comes with it. Um, the last week was the last week for regular season of the co- of college football. Conference championships are this weekend. Um, you have LSU uh, currently number two in the college football playoff, playing against number uh, Georgia number four uh, in the college football playoff. Then you have Ohio State number one playing against Wisconsin. Um, Brandon, are they top ten? Are they top ten? Are they still sitting eleven right now? Who? Wisconsin. Wisconsin. I I don't I don't think they're top ten. Okay. Uh, first, I, yeah, I don't think they're top ten. I could check okay. it out, but I don't okay. think they are. Okay, and then ACC championship, Clemson against a scrub team of uh, Virginia. I'm sure they'll rank them just for the heck of it. Um, oh, yeah, they beat Virginia Tech, and Virginia Tech was like 24th or 25th last week, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they'll, they'll, I'm sure they'll rank Virginia just to throw them in there. So look, it'll look good that Virginia's play. I mean, uh, Clemson's playing a ranked opponent in their conference championship. <laughs> Help the ratings. Yep. And then um, in the Big 12 championship, it's Oklahoma against Baylor, right? Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, and who am I leaving? Oh, Pac-12 championship, Oregon. Uh, against Utah. Utah, which is a huge game for Utah, huge game for Oklahoma in the Big 12 championship. Actually, a big, a big game for Baylor too, and we'll talk about that. Um, mm-hmm. So, Brandon, what is your prediction for each and every game? Um, well, I'll, I'll start with LSU. I think because I think LSU beats Georgia. Um, I personally think if they beat Georgia, they should be the number one seed. I don't care if it's by a half point. I don't care if it's by ten points. If LSU would be the first team since 1942 to beat five top 10 teams. And I think if that happens, if they do that, they should be automatically ranked number one. I don't care how many points Ohio State's putting up, but LSU deserves the number one spot. But anyway, I might be a little biased. Um, So I have LSU definitely at the one or two spot, Ohio State. Um, I really like Utah over Utah versus Oregon. I don't know why. I just – I think Utah just might have us one of those special teams where it's a bunch of older guys who they want to win and they're ready and they'll seize the moment type of thing. So I really think uh, Utah – I give Utah an edge in that game. Um, who was Oklahoma playing again? I can't think of. Uh, Baylor. There's lost just one game. They're, they're uh, 11-1 and this year. 11-1. and I think Oklahoma also gets a win there. Uh, I think Jalen Hurts is going to make a bunch of plays with his legs. That makes that Oklahoma team very scary. I think that will definitely be a shootout, though. Both of those defenses really aren't that good. Um, which other Baylor, one? Baylor. Baylor. Their only loss was to Oklahoma during the year when they yeah. um, they went down. They went up twenty-one to or twenty-eight to seven at halftime, and they came back to beat them. Okay. So after halftime, Oklahoma did. I mean, all these games could go either way, basically. Uh, what was the other game I'm missing? ACC championship: Clemson against um, Virginia. Clemson, obviously. I mean, West Virginia is not any good. They beat, they barely beat Virginia Tech. It was kind of a sloppy game, but Clemson's going to beat them by twenty-one. Uh, and and did you? And Ohio State, Wisconsin. Definitely, Ohio State's going to win that one too. They're going to walk through them as well. Yeah. Okay. I I agree with you. I, I thought that I thought that the best the team that had the best chance of beating um, Ohio State before the college football playoff was Michigan. Yeah. Um, I thought Michigan, after they uh, were beat badly by Wisconsin early in the year, I thought they were going to come back ready to go in the right, well, you know, one of the biggest rivalries in college football, Michigan against Ohio State. 
I thought this was going to be Jim uh, Jim Harbaugh's first year to beat Ohio State this year. Yep. And when that didn't happen and it wasn't really that close, I mean, it really wasn't that close. It was kind of like Alabama 14? LSU. Yeah. It was kind of like Alabama LSU where, you know, it, it may have seemed like it was close a here and there, but one team dominated the other team, you know, for the most part. Yeah. Um, and so I, I agree. I think Ohio State rolls against Wisconsin. I think it might be close a little bit, but it'll be pretty much a, a game that, once again, that they'll dominate. Um, another team, um, of course, Clemson. And, you know, I, I'm really I'm, – I hate hearing Dabo talk about, you know, that they win, they lose one time and they're out of the college football playoff and complaining about, you know, just going on and on about how people t- think they're such a weak team. You know, you're in, you're in the playoff. Quit yeah. complaining. You know what I mean? I think that you you obviously play in the weakest conference right now, uh, in the big in the Power Five. Yeah. Even the Pac-12 seems to be stronger than your conference. You know, and if you're so hyped on being in the SEC, then come to the SEC and All see right, how many yeah. if you win 12 games every year. You come know on. what I mean? That it, SEC West is like a, a gauntlet, man. You have LSU, Alabama. I saw what Auburn did. They they beat Alabama this week. They always have a very good team. And A and M, they've had they have the toughest schedule in college football, you know. So, it, you know, it, yeah, you could talk the talk, but can you come out and uh, play these guys like we do each and every week in the SEC? Yeah, I, I just and it, you know, and obviously Clemson beat. I'm pretty sure Clemson played A and M and beat them. Yeah, first they didn't game beat of the year. 50, they didn't beat them fifty to seven. I can guarantee you that. Twenty four to but, ten. Yeah. So that you know, I mean, I understand. Look, quit complaining about it. Just show up in the play. You know, and I understand. Look. He's probably doing that so his players can see it yeah. and fire up his players and fans and everything else too, which is probably, if that's his alter, you know, that's his actually his motivation and doing what he's, you know, saying what he says, then it worked, you know, because yeah. it got me riled up, you know. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I think they're going to win. I think Ohio State wins. I think, um, I think Oregon beats Utah. Really? I think, uh, yeah, I think Utah has a good team. I think they have a good defense. Um, they have yet to play – to me, a good team. I mean, they didn't, they haven't played Oregon yet. They, those teams, those two teams haven't met yet, and I really think that that he has a chance. That Oregon, you know, after losing and, and being out of the playoff, that I think they have a chance to win against a, a Utah team that really. Had, I mean, you know, they they say they have a great defense, they have a good quarterback, and all this stuff. But uh, I think Oregon, I think Oregon wins that game. Okay. And then Oklahoma Baylor, I think Oklahoma wins. Um, you know, a high-scoring game like fifty-something to thirty-something, yeah, or sixty-something to forty-something. High school basketball. Um, yeah, and I think uh, I think that happens there. LSU, uh, Georgia. Um, you know, I, you know, we talked about this before. I think regardless of of if LSU wins or not or loses, they're in the college football playoff. I yeah. think if they lose, they're in the fourth spot automatically. Yeah. Um, now, if they if they win, I think that just like you, I think. You know, the, the college football playoff, if, if it's based off a committee and based off of a playoff, then it's not any more like, you know, in the national championship, they used to try to find the two best teams yeah. and put them in play to get, you know, it was when it was the BCS era. And I think that, you know, you could use the eye test and all that stuff. But in this case, I think you have to use resume. I mean, yeah. you have to use what has on paper, who has the best wins, who has the best losses, who has, you know, the hardest schedule. Yeah. I mean, all of that matters more than the eye test, you know, um, to me. But even the eye test, I mean, there's not, you know, it's hard. To, it's hard. I just don't understand that. But I think they should be number one. If they lose, they're number four. Do I think they win? Yes, I think they win. Um, 
I'm going to say 31 to 17. I think it's I don't think it's um, one of those games that comes down to the very you know to the wire. I think LSU handles their business in the SEC championship. I don't think they score 40 or 50 points like they normally do because Georgia's got a pretty good defense. Yeah, I think they'll be like you said in the 30s. I think they. I don't. I don't know how you stop Joe Burrow though. So I mean, until somebody shows me how they, how do you stop him? Then, then I'll say he'll score less than thirty. <laughs> yeah, I. No, I think that's that's a fair statement, and that's not yeah. that's not biased either. Like that offense has been looking that good. They have the. I mean, they're literally breaking every passing record. Joe's breaking every passing record that's been set for any SEC offense, and I think he has the touchdowns tied at forty-four. He'll beat that this week. So this is the best offense the SEC's ever seen. You know, it's and that is not bias. That is a statistic. That is real. And it's until you prove you can stop them, good luck. They're hanging thirty on you for sure. So that's what it, that's where we're at with LSU's offense. Now, no, I, who you think's going to sneak into that fourth spot if everything plays out the way? Well, it does? if uh, the way if LSU wins, I think they'll be number one. Ohio State two, Clemson wins. Um, uh, obviously, Clemson three. I think Oklahoma sneaks in that four spot um, after coming out with a sixty-six to. 42 win over um, Baylor. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think they, they come out with a win. Jalen Hurts has a great game. He kind of wheels them to a college football playoff appearance. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't see how you can keep them out, after, especially if Utah loses, which I think that I think that's going to happen. Now, if Utah wins, obviously, if they win handily, I think Utah should be in. Um, I, I think they win, and like I said, and and it's not, it's not real close. Uh, I think if it's I think if they if they look you know obviously they lose they're out but yeah. if they win and it's close and Oklahoma both both of them are vying for a spot you know I think those are the two teams. Here's the my question for you. That, or go ahead. Chance, okay, the only chance that something else happens differently is if Utah loses and Oklahoma loses. Yeah. If those two things happen, then the team that beat Oklahoma, Baylor, has a I think has the best shot at being a number four team right there. They have one um, loss, correct? They have one loss against Oklahoma. Okay. And they would have a conference championship in the Big 12. And beat Oklahoma, have, who they lost to earlier in the year. And and they lost to them after leading 21 to nothing, you know, or whatever, by 21 at halftime. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like it was a blowout for yeah, them. Yeah, you're right. So, I think that I would put them as the fourth team if that happens, if you're, if you're talking about scenarios. Okay. Um, but that's – you know, and, of course, if Georgia beats LSU, then – You'd have two SEC teams. That's what the SEC wants, right? You know, but they have yeah. two SEC teams in the top four. You put Ohio State one, Clemson two, Georgia three, and LSU four. And LSU would play Ohio State first, and Clemson and Georgia would play each other, which would be fun. It'd be entertaining for everybody to watch. Um, but I don't want – I mean, obviously, I want LSU to win every game as an LSU fan. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right, so uh, you want to break down maybe the LSU Georgia game a little bit? Like, where, how do you you talked about the thirty one seventeen? Maybe talk a little bit about Joe Burrow, what he's actually doing this year. Where do you rank this LSU team as far as LSU teams of all time? And just what's your outlook and what's your outlook on this game coming up? Um, well, this is the best LSU offense of all time. The two thousand eleven team that went down the national championship and lost to Alabama the second time they played them that year yeah. was the best defense LSU's ever assembled. Yeah. Um, I think that, you know, obviously their defense isn't as good as in years past, but I think they play the level of competition a lot of times. And uh, and you saw against A&M, they played against a good offense and dominated. Yeah. I mean, I don't care what anybody says, A&M has put up points every time they played anybody. Yeah. Um, and, of course, they were at home too. 
But um, I think sometimes they have a bend but, but, but don't break defense, and they, and they don't all the time tackle well. And I think they have the reliability that, um, you know, we have Joe Burrow that's going to score 30, and they have that in the back of their mind, I can let up a big run. I don't, I don't think that happens intentionally. Mm-hmm. But, um, all, you know, I think that it's also hard for them to play against teams when they're up 21 to nothing to be just full-on gung-ho, I'm going to take your head off, and we're already up 28 to nothing, 21 to nothing against yeah. teams. Yeah. So – I think that plays a little bit in part of that. And they're not – I mean, obviously, LSU's not used to having an offense this way. Yeah, this is the best offense ever. This is the best quarterback that LSU's ever had. Um, obviously, statistically, it'll go down as the best skilled players they've ever had in yeah. LSU history. Uh, you know, obviously, Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry and Jeremy Hill were a dynamic three uh, – a trio of skilled players that, you know, obviously got drafted highly and, and you know, had great rookie years in the NFL and still – Jarvis and Odell are still playing the NFL. But I, I don't know where, where Jamar Chase and, and Justin Jefferson's career is going to take them or Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I mean, I think all three have a chance to play in the league. Um, probably the one that has the most potential is Jamar Chase out of the three. Yeah, um, he, he is the one that, that has breakaway speed and, and hands. He has a little bit of everything. If there's one guy from this team who I think has a chance to be Big an time. elite player in, yeah. in the NFL right now uh, on this team, it's probably Jamar Chase. Yeah. Um, who, who's up for the Bolitnikoff award, and I think he obviously should get it. And he has one more year of eligibility. He has to stay yeah, next he year. Has, he has to play next year. Terrace Marshall has to play next year, who I think could show a little bit more with Jefferson leaving. I yeah. think uh, Mar- if, if Jefferson does decide to leave, I think he has um, he has so much potential, too. He's, he's a little bit longer and ranger than all both of those other guys I named. Um, and he's been reliable when he's come in the game. You know, just so much potential, but um, I think the breakdown, obviously, this might be the best defense that uh, LSU's ever faced this year. Um, they said that when they played Auburn, too, and they, they came out with a win against Auburn. Yeah. Um, but I think on a neutral neutral ground, I know it, it will be in Atlanta, so it'll be a little closer to where Georgia plays. Obviously, it's in Georgia, the game. Um, but you'll, be, you'll bet there'll be a lot of LSU fans there, too. Um, I think that Burrow, once again, I, I think, he, you know, he, he – no matter what, man, you know, like I said, we said this, we haven't seen anybody stop him yet. But he has an, a, a, the best ability I've ever seen in a college quarterback to never let anything get to him. The only it's other quarterback I can, I can think of that's like that, that's played in an elite level, um, was, you know, as far as similar to him, you know, his calmness, it's Jalen Hurts when he was a freshman playing for Alabama was so yeah. calm and collected, but Jalen Hurts didn't break records like Joe Burrow is doing right yeah. now. So, you know, and I think he has, you know, he, he doesn't let, you know, obviously he wins this game and has a good game. He wins the Heisman. Yeah, no, no, I, I think it's already it, set in stone. You know, the only way that, that there, there might be even a chance that he doesn't is if, you know, he has a bad game or some, you know, it, for whatever reason, has a bad game, and and J- and one of those guys, Jalen, not Jalen Hurts, but really the guy from Ohio State, um, Justin Fields, or or the running back from Ohio State, was it J.K. Dobbins? If either one of those guys have a monster game, um, that's the only way I think that it could be a, a debate. Yeah. But if Joe Burrow has a good game at all, if he has a good game and wins the SEC championship, even if he has a good game and they lose, um, there won't be a debate. Yep. Joe Burrow will have it, you know, in his hands. So I, I agree with a lot of things you said. And one thing I think that will help LSU this game is this is just week 13 for them. They, they Obviously, they want to win and they need to win for, for playoff implications. But 
this isn't a a, a half a must win game for them where they're out of the playoffs. Win or go home. Yeah, yeah, I think that they're gonna they're gonna be relaxed. They're gonna be going to a hostile environment. I think you'll see a lot of purple and gold travel to Atlanta, but like I said, Athens is only an hour away, so it's basically a home game for Georgia. And I think they're going into the mentality of this game, saying this is we have to win this game, but we still know that there's other we have we have more games left. We have more games left, so that's that's a positive. Um, I was looking at a well after last year, after last week. I'm sorry when LSU jumped down to two. All the playoff committee was saying that they're not a complete team. Their defense is lacking and all this stuff. And I looked at the statistics earlier this morning, and LSU's total defense in points per game is 28th in the nation. But they have the number four as far as the strongest schedule. So, I mean, that's really not too shabby. When you got the number 28th yeah. defense in the nation, but you're playing Alabama, you're playing Auburn, and you're playing all these these high-quality teams, you got the fourth strongest schedule in the college football, I mean, that's that's not too shabby. And I think this defense might be starting to catch stride a little bit. Definitely they got some momentum against Texas A&M this past week. Um, so you always see this every year, definitely in the NFL. There's this defense who just come out of nowhere, and they're playing with a different energy than everybody else. And I think LSU has capabilities of doing that. Um, they definitely have the athletes. They definitely have the coach to figure it out. And they came off a huge win against Texas A&M off a dominant performance, like you said. And I expect to see that moving forward and that defense really catch stride for this game coming up against Georgia and the playoffs. Yeah, I saw a statistic about Clemson, you know, uh, Ohio State having an overall number one defense, Clemson up there in the top five, Utah up in the top five, Georgia in the top five, all of those in there. And, you know, I'm thinking, you know, you know, usually Alabama's in there every year. Yeah. Auburn's usually in there every year. They both have good defenses this year. What's the difference between them and those teams I just named? You know, I was thinking, SEC I West. Yeah, and I thought all of the, both of those teams played LSU this year. Yeah. And they hung with 40. You know, or, you know, obviously LSU didn't put 40 on Auburn, but they got beat by, you know, in a total offense, they should have had more points against Auburn. They put up a lot of yards and stuff. So I'm saying – None of those teams, Ohio State, Clemson, have played a team like LSU. No. I don't care what they say about their defense, about Georgia's defense, about all these defenses. I don't care what they say about um, your boy, what's his, uh, the defensive end for Ohio State? Chase Young. Zero. Chase Young. He might be a great prospect, but you're, you better get there quick because Joe Burrow's going to get it out of his hands pretty yeah. quick. You know? So, I mean, like I said, I, I you know, eventually – all this talk that happens about Ohio State and LSU and, and Clemson will come to a head. And uh, look, listen, if LSU, <clears throat> if LSU ends up winning and doesn't have to play Clemson, great. But a part of me wishes we could win, play Clemson, play Ohio State, and beat them all. <laughs> you know, I mean, just because, because I'm tired of that. You know, there would be no controversy yeah. after that. There would be none whatsoever because – you know, I mean, because it could happen, though, Brandon, where we beat uh, Georgia and maybe our defense doesn't play, you know, maybe they'll don't pitch a shutout or just give yeah. up 7 to 13. Maybe they give up 20. Yeah. And LSU wins 41 to 20 or something like that. And the committee decides, oh, it's still not good enough to put you number one, which could happen. Yeah, you're right. Um, and then LSU's number two still. And they play Clemson because they don't want they want for whatever reason you know maybe I'm I'm sounding like just an LSU fan right here no they're protecting they, Ohio they, state they like Ohio state man you know I watched Colin Coward 
And Joe Clatt gets on there. He Joe calls Clatt all annoys the mess out of me, bro. He, he calls all these Ohio State games and just, man, he puts LSU at number three behind Clemson. Yeah. I'm just like, dude, what are you, what in your right mind? I have no you, Okay. The so, other day he said so, Chase Young should win the Heisman Trophy. And yeah, I'm like, I the know. guy who got suspended for two games before, what would he need to take money from AJ or something like that? Yeah. How can a guy who misses two games for taking money from an agent win the Heisman? And you know what his stat line was for Michigan in the Michigan game? Was it zeros? Zeros across the board, my yeah, friend. Come on, man. No, Get out of here. No tackles, no sacks, no ba- no balls batted down. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. And he ain't hurt. You know what I mean? So, and Justin Fields, look, that's great. He's thrown 33 touchdowns in one pick. But I've looked at all of his uh, statistics, too. His completion percentage is uh, in the 60s, and Joe Burrow is about to break a record for a completion percentage in a year and a season. And it ain't like he's throwing dink and dunk like Tom Brady, yeah. bro. He's, he's averaging 10 yards a, a throw. I mean, the guy is probably leading the nation in yards. I mean, I don't know about that, but he he's up there with yards per, per throw, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, I mean, I know Justin Fields and Jalen Hurts air the ball out a lot too, but that is so impressive to have a completion percentage of that magnitude, um, to have the yards and everything else you have by throwing the ball down the field. Yeah. So. I, I mean, he's the guy is, he's breaking every record imaginable in the SEC. Uh, like I said, he already has the passing yards in the SEC. He won't get the season long because that guy from Hawaii threw for like 5,000 because they didn't play anybody all year. But, I mean, yeah. he's throwing – he has 78.3 completion percentage, and he, he's leading the whole FBS – as far as that statistic and setting that new record, the previous record was 76 by Colt McCoy. I mean, it's yeah. you're a quarterback, so 78% completion percentage is out of this world. And like you said, they're not just dinking and dunking. Like, they are, they're throwing the ball down the field. They're taking shots. They're taking one-on-ones, and they're just making plays. I mean, this is the Bro. best quarterback LSU's ever seen. Start building this man's statue. He's going to win the yeah. Heisman. and. He's put LSU football back on the map, and he's helping as far as recruiting now and helping this program in the long run as well. Yeah, I mean, he needs a, a statue. He's been right next to Billy Cannon. Yeah. And the thing is, man, it's hard to have an 80% completion percentage in practice. Yeah, that is unbelievable. <laughs> it really is. It's hard, it's hard to do that. If you get your guys to do that in practice, then you're doing good. Yeah. It's never a thought in the game to have a, a completion percentage close to 80%, you know. But I do think this is going to be a tough game for LSU. I think they're going to be tested. But I also think it's needed. Definitely after we've kind of been on a high horse after Alabama. So a tight, a tight game where they have to things happen. Just get that, get that uh, I don't know, that urgency back. Whenever you're yes. beating people by 50 people, 50 points, that's nice. But sometimes you got to be urgent. And sometimes plays when they're needed and playing big games prepares you for that. So I think this is going to be a big game for LSU going to the playoffs. Obviously, a win is huge. They need to win. And if they win, man, watch out because that's going to be a lot of momentum carrying into the playoffs. I think so, too. You get a little bit of time to rest. I think it's a, a couple of weeks before you play in the semifinal game, if I'm not mistaken. If I, I think it's around Christmas. Yeah. And then two weeks after. I think it's like two weeks and two weeks or three weeks and two weeks or something like that. Yeah, I think it's two weeks in the semifinal and then a, a, a two weeks until the – national championship or something okay. like that okay um man, yeah man i'm looking forward to the weekend looking forward to, to seeing some good games um and and kind of getting ready for you know obviously as an lsu fan the year couldn't have gone any better 
I think I predicted them to go 11-1. and one. You predicted them to go 11-1, and one, and they exceeded both our expectations. No so, sure. No doubt. No doubt. Um, um, so, very, very pleased, and we'll see what happens over the weekend. All right, Brandon, anything else before we go off the air? Nope, just go Tigers. All right, go Tigers. See ya.